0: Hey Seasoned Athletes, I'm Robin Leggett and this is episode 51 of the Seasoned Athlete Podcast. This is your home for inspiring stories and motivational advice from competitive athletes representing a wide variety of sports who all share one common bond. They are all over 40 years old. We're here to prove one story at a time that age does not have to prevent you from achieving your bold athletic and fitness goals. To learn more about this podcast and see show notes from this or any episode, visit seasonedathlete.me. And if you like what you hear, I would love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Today's guest is Ginny McCall. If you don't know Ginny yet, you may know of her daughter, American Ninja Warrior and stuntwoman, Jessie Graff. Jessie has become famous for her thrilling runs through the American Ninja Warrior course, often dressed as various superheroes, which has inspired girls and women of all ages to be their own hero. But what you may not know is that Jessie's mom, Ginny has been inspired by her daughter as well, so much so that she has become a ninja athlete in her own right, in her 60s. You can follow her athletic adventures on Instagram, and soon she'll be playing a cheerleader alongside Diane Keaton in the movie Palms, which will be in theaters in May, and you can go see the trailer online now. I'm so thrilled to be able to share her story on today's episode. So let's get to know a woman who is living proof that strength is ageless. Here's Ginny McCall. Hi, Ginny. Hi, Robin. Are you ready to drop some seasoned athlete knowledge on our listeners today?
1: Yes, let's go.
0: Let's do this. You are Ginny McCall, dancer, actor, swimmer, and American Ninja Warrior. You are the mother of stuntwoman and American Ninja Warrior, Jesse Graff. And at age 63, you took up strength training. And in your words, it changed your life. In the last couple of years, you have become a notable ninja competitor in your own right, appearing on American Ninja Warrior Seasons 9 and 10 and competing in regional ninja meets across the country. You are living proof that it is never too late to get started with your motto being strength is ageless. Is there anything vital personally, professionally or from your athletic life that you'd like to take a quick moment to fill in? No, I think you did a fantastic job. Oh, yay. Thank you. Well, from here, I'm going to ask you the big question that I ask all my guests, and that is, what is your age at this moment in time? I'm 67 years old. So let's start from the beginning. Did you play sports or were you active at all growing up?
1: I was active. I didn't play sports. Uh, Actually, there weren't that many sports for women in those days. In my school, we only had three, swim, volleyball, and track, and I didn't do that. Uh, but I did um, do dance, and dancing became my outlet. And I actually danced from age eight to age thirty when I started having a family.
0: You became a professional
1: dancer, right? That's right, I did. I moved to New York when I was twenty from Knoxville, Tennessee. It was quite a, a, a change for me. <laughs> um, you
0: were the you were the the young ingenue in the
1: big city. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, and I. Uh, I worked with a couple of modern dance companies and then I made the move to more jazz and working on Broadway. And that was one of the most exciting times of my life was uh, playing uh, in Pippin in the 1970s. And I got to understudy the role of Festrata as well. So I used to walk down the street going, oh, my gosh, I'm playing a lead in a Broadway show. It was it was so exciting.
0: Yeah, you were living that Broadway dream that so many people dream of like and in- And probably at a really neat and interesting time to do that.
1: Yes. Very, very good time to do it. And uh, yeah, it changes and has changed so much since then. That was a long time ago.
0: Right, right. It's got to be a whole new world out there now.
1: That's right. So
0: and then you got into acting for a while,
1: too, right? Yes. uh, I uh, started doing TV commercials. I just happened to be the right look at the right time and um, did some really classic ones that you can see on YouTube now. But From Folgers and um, uh, Mr. Clean and all sorts of wonderful uh, 60-second commercials, national commercials, and it was just a golden time in my life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always neat to have that time in your life where you just, it's like you did something really, really cool and interesting and you can look back on that and it's like, I did that.
1: It's fun. Yeah. And they're they're a lot of fun and uh, a lot of people remember them and they go, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm surprised at how many people remember commercials growing up, but they'll oh my gosh, I remember that commercial.
0: Well, the funny, the funny thing is, you know, back in like the seventies and eighties, we didn't have DVR. We didn't have TiVo, We watched commercials. And so there were so many classic ads back in the day. I grew up in the 80s, so it's like I remember all of the classic commercials from the 80s. And so, like, do you have an example of a certain commercial where you're like, I was this person in this particular commercial? If you want to give an example of, like, one of the more famous commercials you did.
1: Um, I think one of my favorites is Jordash on Broadway, and uh, that can be seen on YouTube as well um jordash of course, everybody knows jordash Oh which yeah, so much fun, and I got to play the lead in that, and it was a it was a great commercial, a dancing commercial. But another one that many people remember is Sizzling. Move over, break, bacon. There's something cleaner, yes. <laughs> and I don't think they made a lot of uh Sizzling commercials, so this one uh, is a particularly fun one to watch.
0: That's so cool. So everybody, check out the Sizzling commercial on YouTube. Ash Jeans on Broadway? That's yeah, just on Broadway. Ash on Broadway, and you can see Jenny McCall back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. Dancing on your TV. So you said that you danced until you had a family. So did you stop activity altogether for that time?
1: Um, well, I was doing TV commercials. I was raising the kids, and I, I you know, did things with the kids, um, rollerblading, uh, you know, <laughs> activities in Central Park. We would walk around and and play all sorts of games. And I was always active, but no, I didn't take classes. There was a long time where I never took classes. I literally stopped in like 1980, I think. I didn't do any more dancing. So I developed my own little routine of, you know, 20 minutes. Uh, But this was later on. Um, Late 20 minutes was about all I could, uh, the time I could spare. And I did the major things, you know, the sit-ups, the, the push-ups and some cardio and just my own little 20-minute routine just to keep active. So
0: you were generally active. You you did your best to stay active, came up with your own 20-minute routine, would do stuff with your kids. Um, so you just kind of, you, you you were able to keep moving even if you weren't doing like structured, organized activity?
1: Yes, always moving. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I'd have to teach my kids some some little dance moves as we waited for the elevator. <laughs> we had a lot of Did fun you, with that. Do you find that you have a hard time sitting still? Yes, yes definitely. <laughs> yeah, but, actually right now it's funny uh, to keep working out when I brush my teeth. That's one of my funny stories is I, I uh, do calf raises. And sometimes I work on balance, so I have two minutes that I do my um, my toothbrush routine, and each time I'll I'll do relevés or uh, calf raises on each leg, or just balance. So you're so. still
0: dancing while you brush your so, teeth. So yeah, <laughs> that's so I find smart, different though. ways. Or when I'm
1: watching TV, I'll stretch. Or that's now. I didn't do that for many many years. I'd I'd say there was a period of 20 years when I was working in radio that. I really didn't do anything but, you know, maybe uh, recreational swimming.
0: And what did you do in radio?
1: I uh, was in sales and I also did voiceovers and I did um, uh, some production, but mostly I did sales. That's where um, I was divorced at the time and I needed to really, um, you know, bump up some, some finances to uh, keep going.
0: And so you worked in, uh, got got a job in radio and did all sorts of things. A lot of times, and I worked in radio for uh, several years as well, so I know that sometimes you have to be a Jack or a Jill of
1: all trades. In exactly. that industry. Yes. In small market radio. Yes, you do a little bit of everything. And yes. so afforded me some versatility, versatility, so that I could um, spend more time with the kids and pick them up and, and work from home a little bit more.
0: Very nice. So let's fast forward a little bit, like significantly. I mentioned in your introduction that you started strength training for the first time at age 63, which was just a handful of years ago. That's right. What inspired you to start strength training at this stage of your life?
1: Well, no doubt it was Jessie Graff, my daughter. She uh, has gone farther than any other uh, female on the show, breaking barriers when it comes to what women can do when it comes to strength. She looked beautiful. I mean, I loved her muscles and I loved her strength and her fitness and her determination. And I looked at her, I said, "Um, I want to get stronger. And so she said, do pull-ups. Well, now, of course, I had never done any strength training or weightlifting, or I'd never even walked into a gym in my life. So the the prospect of lifting myself, my whole body weight up was uh, looking pretty impossible at the time. And I went to a personal trainer and my goal was five pull ups. And of course, you have to work on, you know, chest, back, arms, legs, everything. But in seven months, I felt an incredible um change and strength and toning it took me an entire year to get that pull-up though I must say but it's determination keeping at it and by going to a personal trainer I felt that I wouldn't hurt myself it's so easy to do that in weightlifting if you're just standing the wrong way or your knees are going in or I, I needed that person to tell me I could do it and what I was able to push forward with And also if I was doing anything wrong. So I didn't get those injuries that we're prone to have, especially doing American Ninja warrior.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was so smart of you to, to hire a trainer and kind of take a smart approach to ensure that if I'm going to start in my sixties, I want to do it right. Uh, and make sure, as you said, there are a lot of ways that things can go wrong when you're lifting weights or, or learning how to do a pull up and, and, You know, you said it took a a full year, which it often does, even for someone much, much younger. It can take that long. So um, it's really cool that you were working with someone and being smart about it. Um, And and how cool that within a year you did your first pull up in your 60s. It
1: was pretty exciting, I must say. Um, And I also had someone that was close by. He was in an acting class with me and he built some of the obstacles in his yard and I always was looking at these athletes doing the first obstacle on American Ninja Warrior, which is the quintuple steps. And I thought, they make it look so easy. But I'm curious of how you jump to an angled step over water. I mean, aren't you going to break your ankles? How do you do this? So I went to his house and I worked on it in baby steps. We pulled the steps in a little closer, you know, got used to doing one step at a time. And uh gradually, after I got that, pushed the steps out a little further. So I take everything step by step, baby steps, jumping to something and then off, getting the feel of what it's going to do to my ankles or my arms or elbows or wrists or whatever I'm doing. So I do take it slow. Um, but once I got that, uh, the quintuple steps, I uh, made a video and sent it to Jessie uh, for her birthday. I said, look, look. <laughs> But How cool. Do. So it was pretty fun and it was a nice bonding moment too that we're uh you know that I'm that inspired by what she's doing and wanted to know more about it.
0: Did she know at all that you were doing that?
1: No. Um I think I told her I was going over to Chuck's house who's the person who had the uh obstacles, but I don't remember telling her too much more about it. That's so neat though. I bet that I bet that blew her away. It was pretty funny. Uh, and also, um, that's what kind of got started with American Ninja Warrior, because um, they did a mother-daughter segment on us in season eight, and it was just beautifully done. And it started putting the thought in my head that maybe sometime I could do this. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, Jesse encouraged me. American Ninja Warrior encouraged me. So I started working a little bit more towards obstacles and getting, you know, continuing the strength training.
0: Yeah. And I bet, you know, spe- stemming from that mother daughter story, I'm sure the people, the producers behind American Ninja Warrior, it's like, what a great story, this mother daughter ninja pair. Uh, so I'm sure they were very encouraging. It's like, let, let's get
1: you out there. <laughs> that was encouraging. That's for sure. And I, you know, it's funny about, uh, the obstacles is every time I look at them, I go, that's just impossible. I'm <laughs> never going to be able to get that. And, um, and, you know, little by little, step by step, you—you. You, that's the neat thing about it is once you accomplish it, it's such a fantastic feeling that you have done something that you thought was impossible.
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an obstacle racing coach, so I work with clients and athletes uh, who are pushing their boundaries in that way in the, in the sort of obstacle racing. I know you have done, you did a, a rugged maniac in 2017, and possibly you have done more. Uh, So you understand that as well. And Ninja and obstacle racing, they're kind of a similar community. And it's, it's learning how to do things that feel impossible. And then slowly but surely, figuring out the skills and the technique and gaining the strength, to do these things. And then it's like, okay, what can I do now? And and, is that the feeling you had?
1: (laughs) Yes. And one of the neat things about the Rugged Maniac that you're talking about is that uh, it was teamwork. And Everything I'd been doing was swimming competitively and doing the uh, obstacle, the, the Ninja Warrior obstacles was, you know, you're working for yourself against the obstacle. This time it was teamwork where we're helping each other get over the obstacles. And I just loved that. It was it was one of the, the funnest things I've ever done. And I'm going to do another one next year for sure.
0: Oh, fantastic. Uh, I would love to race with you sometime. Yeah. That would be so fun. Let's um, do it. Yes. So let's talk about your experience on American Ninja Warrior. You appeared on seasons nine and 10, correct? I did. So I've watched American Ninja Warrior. You don't typically see too many older athletes on the show. You see sometimes some people who are in their forties, but you definitely don't see people kind of pushing beyond that all that often. Can you speak to what that experience was like for you?
1: Um, well, I was very nervous about it. No doubt about that. Um, it is strange that you are up against nineteen year olds and twenty and thirty. There's no age differentiation. When you're adult, you're adult. Right. and And so I did feel a little bit out of my element, no doubt about that. Um, but it was it was amazing experience just to be with the uh, camaraderie of all the different ninjas. they're They're just so supportive and behind you. Um, But I don't think that I was really prepared for that first time. Now, I didn't appear on the show. I did compete, but they didn't show me.
0: Right. Just, they, you know. they, yeah. They usually pick and choose kind of people to feature, and you never know, right? You don't know until it airs.
1: You don't know, but I was really glad because I fell on the first obstacle. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I was so depressed. I was oh. devastated. I was embarrassed and shocked, uh, angry, sad, everything. I felt like I'd left every let everyone down, let my daughter down, my family and friends who had come. You know, all seniors, women, <laughs> everybody. It was. It was really just. It, a hard experience for me because I just couldn't believe it. I was shocked when I, I mean, I just jumped and boom, my, uh, my foot slipped. And Ugh. it was just one of those times where, you know, you just relive it over and over every night. You see that, what could I have done? What did I do? Um, and it just, it, it just, you know, envelops your mind. And, um, it took a, a, a long time to get over that, um, and and one of the people that helped the most of course was my daughter who kept saying you know that one moment doesn't define you look the strength that you've gained over this entire year of working at getting stronger yes. that one fall is not a failure you have to learn to recover from the mistake it's about getting up again afterwards and um you know everything happens for a reason i believe and that's i had to learn to pick myself up again and not to be so hard on myself. I mean, I didn't have any kind of background like many of the ninjas do. I didn't I didn't have track or gymnastics or rock climbing or any of these things where you learn swing and release or you learn grip strength. So... You know, it was just it was really a lot of things to, to get over. And my husband was very helpful as well, too. <laughs> I think I was hardest on him when I was like walking around so upset and he would go, well, you're going to do it again. And I went, what? How <laughs> can you say that? What makes you think I could do it again after that? And he's like, because you can. And so I had to think about that. And I went, well, I'm not going to just give it up. I mean, I could, but I love this strength that I've gained and I want to continue going. Even if I don't compete again, I still want to continue. So that's pretty much, it took a while, but I, I, I got myself back up again and got to the, the obstacles. And I ended up last year in season 10 uh, testing in Philly and I got those steps and it was the most wonderful feeling. Like I can do this. Yes. yes. Vindication. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. And I and I will say, you know, you and I'm sure you've heard this a thousand times by now, but, you know, just, no matter how far or not far you got, you you still were inspiring people of an older generation because you're doing it. You're out there doing it and you're doing more than a lot of people are doing. And and to get out there and put yourself out there in that way is just incredibly inspiring, regardless of how far you got.
1: Oh, thank you very much, and I do appreciate that. I do get it a lot, and when I do the regional ones, uh, a lot of times somebody my age will come up, and they're like, I can't, wow, what you're doing? And they're like, you know, just inspired, as you said. And the 40-year-olds are coming to me and going, man, I wish my mom would work out with me. I'd love my parents to be doing this, or at least working out with me. And then the younger ones will come up and go, man, I didn't know you could do that. And and Jesse said to me, you know, you just gave me 30 years in this business. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody says that, you know, well, when you get to be X amount, you're, you're not going to be able to do it. Well, I just gave them till 67 at least.
0: <laughs> right. In fact, like if she ever considered retiring, she probably has to rethink that because yeah. it's like the, the the notion that the ninja career ends at a certain age. Well, you've just
1: blown that out of the water, haven't you? And I, I think that's important for people to know out there, too, that um, so many of us, you know, you, you start to get arthritis and your joints hurt or different things happen to you and you think you start to gear down or stop walking or stop doing things and it's you should just do the opposite. Um, some people have said they didn't believe that you could build muscle when you got older, only maintain it. That's so untrue and, and I can be proof of that. Uh, it's, it's just very hard to get started again. But once you take that first step, it's uh, it's like a new life. I consider this my third life.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You had the the uh, the Broadway life. You had the family life, and now the uh, superstar ninja life. This is this is
1: the golden years. <laughs> the gold.
0: Yeah. It is especially golden. So, yeah. So yeah. why
1: not? Yeah. Yeah. You, you can. Um. And and that's what I like people to know is that you can get started at sixty three, sixty five, and and there are many that are. And, one of my swim competitions, I saw uh, women in their 80s doing flip turns in the competition. And, and you know, it may not be ninja. Uh, it may be something a little bit less um, uh, problematic on your joints. <laughs> but, like, swimming is, is wonderful. Walking is wonderful. But but you find something that you like doing uh, and find a, a partner to do it with. It's so much more fun with yeah. that.
0: And you've got both of that. You have this really cool thing that you enjoy. You have this way to bond with your daughter as well.
1: Yes, yes. You have a lot of fun with it for sure.
0: And I've seen, I I follow your Instagram. If anybody follows your Instagram, you see the fun that you two have. It's really neat to see. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, you never know what's going to happen with those.
0: (laughs) Usually she ends up helping me. (laughs) Right. Well, as well she should. (laughs) That's the least she could do, really. Right. (laughs) So um, let's talk about some of the highs and lows of your fairly recent competitive career. Now, would you say that your American Ninja Warrior season nine uh, uh, experience would be sort of your worst competitive moment?
1: Yes, for sure. No doubt about it. <laughs>
0: yeah. And and I think you mentioned uh, the most important thing you probably learned is to not be so hard on yourself.
1: That and that um, it, it's falling is not fatal, that you can um, get up again. And it, the, that's the important part to to get started again, not let that stop you.
0: Yeah. It's the, the whole going. fall, fall down seven times, get up eight type.
1: Of yes. Thing. I mean, yes. it's been proven in so many different sports, you know?
0: Yeah. It's not about how you fail. It's how you recover from the failure. Right,
1: it, And it's the journey. Yeah, and if you uh-huh. can learn to enjoy that journey, like, wow, I fell on here, but now I've realized that I can't do it this way. I need to do it this way for me. So, I mean, everybody is a little bit different.
0: Yeah. But learning. Yeah. Figuring out how to make it work for you for next. Yes. Getting up
1: again and finding the way to make it work.
0: Yeah. And then when you do, you have that amazing vindication moment.
1: Yes. (laughs) Retribution.
0: On the other side, uh, can you tell me about your favorite moment or your best event?
1: Um, I would say it was probably the very first regional competition I went to um, in Atlanta I had never done a competition before and I knew I had to do some kind of competition before I went on American Ninja Warrior. But you don't know what you can do and you're not allowed to do the obstacles before you're out there competing. So I would just look at them and going I don't know if I can do that one. I don't know if I can. I was nervous, I felt out of place, I was, you know, and then I completed five obstacles. I did them things I didn't think I would be able to do. And it was a wonderful feeling and the support again in that ninja community was so wonderful that it um, it was quite an accomplishment for me. So in the sports field and arena, I think that would probably uh, be that best moment of going, well, maybe I can do this.
0: Right. When you surprise yourself, when you go beyond your own expectations. Yeah. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. So cool. So what types of unique challenges do you find that you encounter as an older athlete uh, training and competing to do these types of things that you're doing?
1: Well, there are quite a few of them, actually. Um, there's uh, trying to balance the fear of getting hurt and going for it, because each one, you know, you jump for it and and you're always, well, I'll fall, I'll hurt myself. So I, I will try to you know, see what it's like just to jump and land before I try to catch something. But but that fear of getting hurt is, is a big one. Um, recovery takes longer uh, as you're older. Um, you have to know when to stop. You Recognize your limitations. Um, sometimes you'll want to work on an obstacle over and over and over again, and you can feel your muscles getting sore, and they say, stop, 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 and you just like, I've got to get this. <laughs> but now I know that when I feel that time I will stop and I'll go do a balance there are other obstacles to do go do a balance one for a while so um, my joints you know they're they're pretty worn down I have arthritis so uh, the best thing I can do I've been told is keep moving them so that's what I'm doing yes (laughs) and and the other thing is breath control the endurance I have a a hard time breathing uh, especially when it's you know over five minutes of competition it's like (gasps) I have to stop in between the obstacles and and catch my breath. And you add nerves on top of
0: that. I'm sure it makes it harder, too. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I know that feeling.
1: Well, Um, it's something for the first time that you've never done before. I mean, that's just like a huge fear. You just sit there and you're looking at it and going, "Okay, I've got to I've got to focus on exactly the three things I need to do as soon as I take off and just keep your mind focused.
0: Yes. There's a lot of uh, mental aspects to what you do beyond the physical, um, especially it. this types of precision ninja stuff that you're doing.
1: I'd say it's 70, 80 percent mental.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you find that as an as an older athlete, maybe that's that's a benefit is kind of the mental side of things?
1: Well, in a way, yes, because um, you have uh, you've learned to train a little smarter and wiser and you have a little more patience. Uh, taking one step at a time. Um, I have found a lot of health benefits, though. Um, One of the things particularly I've learned is um, I went, I was, I had um, osteopenia. And I went after two years of doing strength training and lifting weights, I went for my bone density test, and I had changed to normal, it changed significantly. And I was so amazed at this. I'm like, people, we've got to know this, you've got to start lifting weights, it can change your life in health wise as well. The aerobics of keeping the circulation going the, the strength the bone strength that you get. Um, And I felt like, wow, I'm living proof that lifting weights will help your bones get more dense. Absolutely can change it, you can make difference.
0: And it doesn't matter how old you are. I think some people think, well, it's too late. I'm too old. Like my bones are what they are. But actually you can improve your bone density no matter how old you are.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So I always I try to do like some kind of um, strength training two to three times a week and then some kind of aerobic activity, you know, three to four times a week um, to keep the circulation, to, um, you know, stay healthy.
0: Yeah. So this, the strength training and and what has come from it has really changed your entire approach to fitness where back, you know, I'm just being reminded of your 20 minute routine back in, back in the day. And now it's, it's like a whole different universe, what you're doing.
1: It is. And it's a lot of fun too. I think one of the, the best things about it is uh, just, you can make fitness fun. I mean, this is enjoyable. It's not just, it's not just lifting a weight all the time. It's like, you know, beating the obstacle. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Learning new things and, and conquering, conquering these obstacles. Like it is so much fun. Um, and it, and it can drive you to keep pushing yourself farther. It's like, okay, I got this one.
1: What about the next one? So you always I, have something to work towards. I, but I would always say to to start slow, start smart. I mean, if you haven't done these things before, you're going to want to you know, have somebody train and and make sure you do it right, or you need to get out and start walking and and then build your walking to fast walking and get the cardio up. So, um, you know, you you need to start slow if you haven't done it before. Many people in their forties they haven't done any kind of exercise in such a while because they're they're raising their kids and they're going to work. They just don't have time for that, and they go, oh, you know, I haven't done it. I've you know, I just let it go. I'm not going to get started now. But as you just said, yes, you can. You can get started at 65 or older.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've talked to people over and over again. I've talked to all sorts of people on the show. Some of them played sports their whole lives and some of them didn't start till their 40s, 50s, 60s and beyond. And it's, you know, it's both sides have have benefits. You know, the people who played sports their whole lives may be kind of naturally talented at sports. But it's funny because I've talked to some some runners, for example, who, are record like world record holders in the 5k or the 10k in their age group. And many of them didn't start till their, you know, 40s, 50s and 60s. And they're saying, okay, well, I haven't been beating up my legs and my knees all these years. So it's actually working really, really well for me to
1: start running at this more advanced age. That is a good point. That is one of the (laughs) benefits that I would say you definitely do as an older, you don't have those injuries. Well, Some people have injuries, but,
0: but but you haven't been beating up your body your whole life doing this stuff. So it's almost like it is a little bit of a benefit. It's like, in a way you're starting fresh. Yes.
1: Yes. 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 Which takes longer. It takes longer, but uh, success takes time. Yes, it sure does.
0: And it takes time no matter what your age is. I think a lot of people aren't patient enough to really understand that these, that progress and success and results and whatever you're working on doing takes time and patience.
1: And one of the, one of the things that I always say to people, I love this saying is that, uh, age or inexperience should never be a barrier. It's just part of the journey.
0: Yes. And everybody that's, starts that's, somewhere. Yes. Yeah. So what's really cool is I, I want to talk to speak to your relationship with your daughter. Like your daughter has become an inspiration to so many women and young girls, especially around the world. Um, and now you have become an inspiration in your own right <laughs> as a late in life athlete. And one would say extreme athlete. Um, so what has it been like for you? Like, uh, do you find that that older people are coming to you and, and saying, oh, my gosh, you inspire me. Our, our mothers coming to you or even younger people like who have you who have you encountered that that looked to you
1: as an inspiration? I think all ages have come to me and uh, spoken to me through Instagram, um, asked me how to get started or, you know, pull up seem to be a big challenge for people these days. So um, but all ages, even uh, even the young athletes in their teens will come up to me and, and have the same kind of inspiration as they inspire me too, to have gotten started so early. Um, and it, And it is that two-way street too, where people who comment to me inspire me to keep going. And I love to try to get seniors and, and, you know, earlier than that, any, any age to get going, get started and take that first step.
0: Yeah. Um, and I love, I love what you said. Inspiration is a two-way street because I feel like, I I think I heard a saying that's like, everybody is an inspiration to somebody. Like, there's always someone like you will inspire somebody and someone will inspire you. And you should always when you look at yourself, you may not view yourself as an inspiration to someone, but chances are you are in some way. So it's like it's great to live your life as if you are an inspiration to somebody. And that is definitely what you are doing.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. I, it's nice if if I could get one person to get up and get going, I I will feel that I have I've, you know, done something really, really good, then, then I've inspired somebody that, that makes me feel wonderful.
0: Yeah. And I imagine you have succeeded in getting at least one person, if not more than one person to get up and get going.
1: I've had people come up and say that they got started because of me, that that they saw that you can get started. Yeah. <laughs> you how know, how I, don't that? Of, I don't think of 67 as being that old. I really don't. I I'm like, you know, what, what are they what are they seeing here? Yeah,
0: well, when you live a, when you live your life like you are living your life, 67 probably doesn't feel very old at all. It's just it can be a different universe for people who aren't active. And so, it, you know, that's the cool thing about being active is it helps you feel younger.
1: That is very true. Yeah. Yeah. It helps you look younger and it helps you feel younger. Makes you look and feel healthy and fit. um, Getting stronger does. And, um, you know, all those things come together. Nutrition along with it, because once you start getting, you know, stronger and healthier, it just feeds upon itself. You want to get better. And, you know, you can do that by by having a better nutrition uh, plan as well. I mean, I I never drank a lot of water because I was in sales and, you know, on the road a lot, and I didn't want to have to go to the bathroom all the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Practicality was (laughs) dictated that. I don't
1: know. We didn't, like, you know, grow up, you know, saying drink a lot of water or anything. It just wasn't in my my daily routine. So I've uh, really learned to do that a lot more. And uh, then, of course, you know, try to stay. At a young age, I stopped drinking soda, and I don't have fried food. So... You know, you just become more attuned to your diet and what's going to help you continue to get stronger. So that along with getting good sleep, I mean, it all makes sense. We've all taken those health classes. But when you start the strength training and getting stronger, you just naturally get into the nutrition and the sleep patterns that are going to make you continue on that role.
0: Yeah. Because when you start feeling good, you want to continue to feel good and feel even better. And they all are tied into that. Absolutely. Yeah. So
1: looking ahead,
0: do you have competitive plans for 2019?
1: I do. I have a lot of them. Actually, this weekend, I'm going to a ninja competition in Raleigh. And there's another one in Atlanta the following weekend. I don't know if I'll make both, but I I hope to make I hope to make both. Um And I would like to, I did not submit for American Ninja Warrior 11, season 11, uh, because I want to test. And they do have people who come in and they test the obstacles first. And as long as you're not competing and they got to make sure, you know, all the the problems are are worked out. So um, I'd like to be able to do that in some of the cities and just get on some of those obstacles to get used to. The lights, the camera, the action, the water—you know—it's a whole mm-hmm. different perspective when you're on top of water like sure that. Sure
0: is. I've actually tested a couple times, so I know that.
1: Uh, so I know you that know. feeling.
0: I, I'm really good at falling in water.
1: So. Yes, I'm sure. Well, there will be a time that I fall in water for sure. Yeah. When it comes to testing, but I'd like to do that if if they if you know if I can. Um, and that's I,
0: that's smart because it kind of gives you a low to no pressure opportunity to practice the actual obstacles.
1: Yes. And um, I have been doing a lot of competitive, well, not a lot of, I've had three competitions in swimming. I, I grew up doing recreational, nothing more than that. But uh, two years ago, I started um, with a, a a swim club. And uh, I think it's just the best exercise for you all around. And I've learned to do things um, that I never thought I could do in swimming, too, and so I actually competed, and I qualified for nationals in the senior division. <laughs> so I will be against my own age category, which will be nice.
0: Right, for a change.
1: And, uh, yeah, for a change. And uh, so I hope to do that. Uh, it's in New Mexico, so I'm not sure I'll make it out there, but that's, that's a goal. Um, and <laughs> one of the things I've been working on lately is I would really like to get a handstand. I've always wanted to do a handstand, so <laughs> I'm going to work on that. Yes,
0: I'm sure Jesse can help you with that as well. Yes, <laughs> that's awesome. I, I I'm I'm am i i can not wait to see you do your handstand. I'm sure yeah. it'll be on Instagram. I can't I wait will to see put it, it on
1: Instagram. Yes. Get there. It's going to take me a while with the wrists and everything. Right. I got to up those shoulders to hold me up too. So. <laughs>
0: Well, you got the pull up. So that helped with your shoulder strength. So this is this is the obvious next pro- progression.
1: Yeah. And I got 10 pull ups now. Yeah, so. you got more than I do. <laughs> so now I'm moving my goal up to 12. I've got to nice. do attainable goals. You know, I yeah. can't. I was gonna go 15. But I thought, you know, let's, let's just go for 12 at this point. So that's my next goal and pull ups.
0: So always keep those goals, always have those attainable goals, but always keep moving those goals forward. Yeah.
1: You have to be able to see them.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. So before we go, do you have one parting piece of wisdom that you've learned in your competitive journey that you'd like to share with our listeners today?
1: I guess I have to take back to the health benefits. And I would say do it now for your health. When you get up in the morning, start walking, start moving st- one step at a time. Um, what, whatever your... Enjoyment is whatever sport that you find that can help you or find a partner to work with. I think the benefits are just life saving when you think of um, osteoporosis and how we lose bone mass at like uh, one to two percent a year. Lifting weights can stop that. Um, Aerobic exercise can keep that circulation going and 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 stop um, help stop. You know, sometimes the, the heart attacks or the, the cancers, um, there's so many benefits to getting going. And that would be my biggest message or, or wealth of wisdom to give to anyone. And that I feel that I'm living proof that it makes a huge difference.
0: You at any absolutely age. are and and when you say you know get started that applies to any age right it doesn't have to be someone who's your age it could be anyone at any age
1: any age right and I think the kids these days that are coming up with doing the obstacles are are amazing and um they are having so much fun with it and it's it's wonderful to see it spreading like this maybe someday it'll be in the Olympics Who
0: right knows? right and I That's it's cool. Every mom that I know, I think their their kid, like their toddlers and young children are all in ninja class. Like every single mom that I know, their kids are in ninja class. So it, it is taking over.
1: Yeah. And I think all of us as as adults will look at it and go, yeah, I, you know, I think I used to do the monkey bars. I wonder if I could still do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you look at those little playgrounds and there's a, you know, a wealth of things that you can do that are fun. And, and balance. Uh, don't let me forget balance. Um, it's such a huge thing for your brain. Uh, And we lose balance as we age. Um, And that's another fun thing to work on daily. Um, But yeah, health.
0: Do it for your health. Do it for your health. You never know where it will lead you.
1: Yes. And may I say once again, strength is ageless. So strength is ageless. (laughs) Yes. So finally, if someone wants to learn more about
0: you, how can they do that?
1: Um, Best way would be Instagram. And um, I'm just at my name, which is Ginny, G-I-N-N-Y, McCall, M-A-C-C-O-L-L. And you can find me on Instagram. And I spell it out because it's both names are hard to spell. (laughs) Yeah, it's not an automatic that people will get it right. No, no. So um, anyway, I'd love to have people following and commenting and and asking questions. Uh, I'm not an expert by any means, but I can certainly kind of tell you my journey. And Instagram is my journey. People who have followed me have seen me start and gain that strength. And they comment on that. And it just makes me, you know, it's so tickled when I see yeah. that. They go, oh yeah, you saw me when I couldn't do one pull up. Yeah, and-
0: I've been following you for a while. And it's, it's so cool to see how far you've come. And uh, it really is a great, visual representation of what what you've been doing and what you continue to do and i really encourage everybody to follow jenny on instagram and i will um in the show notes for this episode i will spell it out as well so people can just uh and link to it so people can follow you easily and and check out what you're doing that would be great i would love that yes well jenny thank you so much for being on the season athlete. Uh, like you said, like I just said, I follow you on Instagram and I've been wanting to talk to you for a while because I'm just blown away by everything I see you do. Um, well, thank you so much. <laughs> both you and your daughter are just, uh, inspiring people around the world. And I love seeing you push your boundaries and showing that strength is indeed ageless. So keep at it, and thank you again for being on the Seasoned Athlete Podcast.
1: Thank you, it's been a delight for me.
0: All right, seasoned athletes, here are a few top takeaways from Ginny McCall. Number one, one moment does not define you. Looking back on Ginny's experience on American Ninja Warrior, when she fell early in her run, it was a tough pill for her to swallow. But then her daughter, Jessie, reminded her to look at the bigger picture. Look at the strength she gained on her journey to American Ninja Warrior the lessons learned through disappointing moments, and that the fall did not define her. It's how she recovered from that fall that mattered. So when you have those moments in life where you fall, remember, it's about getting back up afterward, and it's about your mindset going forward. Those are the moments that define you. Number two. As you get older and start experiencing aches and pains, there is a tendency to gear down. When really, we should be doing the opposite. Movement helps the body continue to function and operate at its best. We lose bone mass at one to 2% a year and lifting weights can prevent that. Aerobic exercise can help prevent heart attacks and certain cancers. So if you're already active, stay active. And if you're not, find a passion, something that excites you or find an activity buddy so you can get moving and stay moving. And number three, as Ginny said so well, age or inexperience should never be a barrier. It's all just part of the journey. Everyone starts somewhere. So if you think you can't do something, it always pays to try. Thanks again to Ginny McCall. Be sure to check out the movie Palms where Ginny will be playing a cheerleader in a squad led by Diane Keaton. The film is set for a May release, and you can see the trailer online now. Thank you for listening to the Seasoned Athlete Podcast. The music you heard in this episode is from ageless rock and roll wonder, Jason Achilles. Learn more about him at jasonachilles.com. Do you know someone who would make a great guest on the show? Or do you have a unique and inspirational story to share? Shoot us an email, seasonedathlete at gmail.com. Check out our entire library of episodes and get to know our distinguished seasoned athlete alumni at seasonedathlete.me. And if you live in the Los Angeles area and are feeling super inspired to train like a seasoned athlete, visit rutsm.com and learn about how to train with me to help bring out the seasoned athlete in you. Now go out there and embrace your extraordinary, my fellow seasoned athletes, because you so can.